to our podcast, All Things Eternals. We are your hosts. I'm Skylar. And I'm Jordan. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things related to Marvel Studios Eternals. As I'm sure most of you guys listening, we have fallen for this movie pretty, pretty hard. Definitely. <laughs> so we just wanted to make a podcast talking about anything related to this movie. Headcanons that we have, our theories for the future of these characters, our thoughts reflecting on the movie. Character our- analysis. Yes. Um, comparisons to other Marvel characters where we see compare, comparing and contrasting them. Just things like that. So we so far we have like 17 episodes planned. Mm-hmm. And this is after watching the movie twice towards the beginning of November. So we haven't seen it yet after Film Disney Plus. This is filming the week before it comes out. So we're very excited to analyze yes. every single frame once it comes out on Disney Plus. Oh, and of course, if you guys haven't seen Eternals, definitely don't listen to this if you don't want to be spoiled. Yes, we'll be talking about spoilers in every episode. So. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen it in theaters yet, then like we've already mentioned, it is coming out on Disney Plus uh, January 12th. Yes, January 12th. We're so We'll excited. also be doing updates for any future events that might happen revolving around this movie. For example, if we hear rumors about cameos the characters may make or just anything related to this movie. So that's a little bit about what this is going to be about. As for this episode, we're going to be talking about our just our kind of first thoughts on the movie and ranking our characters, our favorite characters mm-hmm. from favorite to least favorite. So let's get started. Okay, so my first thoughts on the movies were bittersweet because... I, of course, grew up with the original Marvel characters, like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, and Thor didn't die, but the others have, (laughs) to put it non-bluntly, I guess. And I was kind of bitter about the fact that we were getting a new phase and it was like mostly new characters. So when we first went to the movie theater, I wasn't that excited. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to see a movie. Uh, But then we sat down and it started. And can I just say the first scene like absolutely jump scared me. I was not expecting that. (laughs) And then it like as the movie progressed, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty good. This is this is pretty, pretty good. And then once we got to the end, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And can I just say, I, we saw opening night, I think. Yes. Yeah, we saw opening night. And the moment that I saw Icarus's face, I was like, there's something really off about that dude. Just the fact that he was so silent and the way that he just like looked at Cersei, I was like, he's going to like betray them all and he's going to kill them, kill them all the way dead. And I just, like, I did not like Icarus from the start. And that is no offense to the actors. We love the casting of this movie. We love the cast. We adore them. Yes. Definitely one of my favorite favorite casting jobs. Yeah, definitely. Um, But I was really excited about the diverse cast. I thought that that was one of the coolest parts about the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, like, a lot of it was really great, but I knew nothing about it going into watching it. I thought that Thena was the main character because I knew the actress. <laughs> I mean, I know for me, I had watched maybe one trailer, like, weeks before it came out, so I didn't really remember too much of it. Probably not weeks, months. Whenever the first trailer dropped, I think I watched it then, but I didn't really have any, like, regulation of, like, what happened at all, so 
we both went in pretty much completely blind. And I know I was very heavily surprised. And I would say I didn't really have any expectations. They weren't low or high. But I had heard that the film got really bad reviews. But then I found out that those were mainly from straight white men who hated seeing diverse casting. So that kind of just tells everything you need to know. So yeah, I didn't really pay attention to much of the reviews. But yeah, just going in with kind of no expectations. I The only actress I had really known was Angelina Jolie. So I didn't really know much of the cast. And I have become obsessed with them ever since. So, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's kind of our first thoughts about the movie. And then we went to see it again like two days later after we watched it for the first time. And we were just freaking out over our favorites. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. So. There was so many things that I like miss watching the first time which like i definitely recommend watching things twice even if it's not in theaters just like going home and if it's like on tv then watching it again because you notice things so many that you might so many things you might have like missed watching it on the big screen or any screen and i just think that's a really great experience because then you're like you feel more a part of it and that's another great thing about watching something when it first comes out because then you feel like you're actually a part of the the fandom you feel like you're kind of an og even if even if you're not if you're listening to this you might have come from my instagram or tiktok um i post edits of eternals on instagram and tiktok mainly of druig and Drake makari i just love them to death but my username is Drakari's vids but instead of a u it's a q so it's a d r q k k a r I-S-V-I-D-Z. I'll have everything linked somewhere. Yeah, I just, I adore them, and they're my faves. <laughs> so, yeah. Shall we get into character ranking? Yeah. I Do you want to go first? Okay, yeah. So, ranking our characters from favorite to least favorite. Well, my number one is Druig. I have a cardboard cutout of him in the corner of my room, which I'm looking at right now. So, he's my number one. I love him to death. He's just, he's perfect. What can I say? <laughs> He's not perfect. That's actually why I love him is because he's not perfect. So I think something with him is just like, I love anti-heroes and I love characters who kind of have just a bunch of flaws. And from the get-go, we kind of see that we don't really know where Druig's loyalty lies. I remember even like I was researching after I saw the movie, a lot of people thought that he was going to be the villain, that he was going to basically have Icarus's role and betray everyone because of the lack of scenes of him in trailers, which I, maybe that was intent, that was the intent, because whoever edited those just knew that the internet was going to be obsessed with him. Who knows? But, I don't know, I just loved the scene where, where he wasn't sure if he wanted to stay loyal to his family or protect humans, because he was just very conflicted. You know, it's a complicated uh, decision to make. So I just love that from the beginning, we just saw that he had mixed loyalties, I guess. I think that's one of the reasons why I got so attached to him in the first place. So, yeah, he's my number one. And then Makari is an extremely, extremely close second. I love her so much. And Lauren Lauren Ridloff is just amazing. I got noticed by her once. Went straight to her head. (laughs) I brag about all the time. She liked my comment, replied with a heart, you know. I think with Makari, we really didn't see much of a backstory with her. We really didn't see what happened with her during the 500 years the Eternals were split. All we saw was them coming back onto Domo and she was reading a book. 
and that was pretty much all we saw of her. So I think for people to love her as much as we do with the limited screen time she had, that really goes to show you just how much, how amazing Lauren is. So she also does so much storytelling through her facial expressions. Oh my gosh. Yes. And the scene we need to talk about, which this is what made me fall in love with Draco Macari in their relationship was when Macari screamed when she thought he died. Oh my God. My heart broke. I just, that, that really cemented my love for them because I mean, we had kind of seen towards the beginning, like a flirty banter kind of between them. But that scene where she screams when she thought he died, that just really cemented that there was much more to the relationship than we really know. And also, she was just so cool fighting Icarus. Like, I feel like she has the... uh, Her and Fastos have the best powers to fight Icarus. Because, like... That whole fight scene is just amazing. mm -hmm. Yes, We love watching her beat him up. Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite scenes. So, yes, Makari is at number three. No, number two. Why did I say three? She's not number two. Number three is Athena. They're the big three, you know. There's just no one but them. <laughs> so, Athena, I really loved just how her mental health was portrayed and that it showed that she's this powerful, strong warrior, but mentally is suffering a lot. But she was still able to be this just this, like, brave fighter at the same time. You know, so I just... I really love that and what I love about this movie in general is just how it doesn't matter where you come from you know what your race is or whatever you're still able to resonate with this movie in some way like we're white girls so obviously we don't connect with the race part of it because a lot of people were like felt that they could like see themselves as a superhero because of the such diverse cast I think is absolutely amazing but that that aside you can still relate to it through the character's mental health or whatever that to me was what Dana was and I just I love her so much and then number four is tied with Festos and Gilgamesh I cannot decide I don't want to decide <laughs> they're just tied okay end of that so underrated <laughs> they're the most underrated characters in the whole movie I just I love them to death they deserve so much more screen time and Oh my gosh, Gilgamesh's death scene was just the Rest in peace. worst thing ever. I so sad. hate watching it. I um, make a lot of um, burning Gilgamesh jokes. And it's it's just kind of sad. That's <laughs> how yeah. I deal with the trauma. Yeah, so, you know, I just, I miss Gilgamesh so much. And him and Athena's relationship, oh, we're going to do another episode about whether they're platonic or not, but I just, I love them so much. And then Fastos, he is just such an interesting character because, I don't know, like, you see that he, like, gets annoyed with all the Eternals pretty easily, but it also is obvious that he loves them all so much and that he's, like, the older brother of the family family dynamic. Like, you can just tell that he, like, wants to protect them all, but then also gets annoyed with them pretty quickly, which I definitely resonate with as an older sister, so. (laughs) Yeah, Fastos, love him to death. So that's five is next. I would have to say Sprite, which is a pretty unpopular opinion, and our next full episode is going to be about why we think Sprite is overhated, so pretty, pretty, uh, controversial, but yeah, Sprite, I just think such an like interesting character and i don't know i could talk about her for days which we're gonna go into more detail about sprite on our next episode 
So I'm going to kind of skip past all that for now, but we'll talk more about her in detail in our next episode. So going on to number six, I would have to say probably Kingo. I feel like there could have been a lot more done with his character, but he still did a lot. Because I think like his decision at the end to not fight either side was really controversial also, which we're going to have another episode talking about that. But I just thought that it showed that like he really couldn't decide which side to go, you know, and it was just, I don't know. What do you think about that? I'm going to talk about it more when I talk about my characters and my favorites, but I just think that he's really interesting because like he has this idea of what an eternal is and he just like doesn't know to choose the morally like correct one in the situation or his idolized eternal who he wants to be like and who he he has been loyal to his whole life right yeah so i think that aspect of it is really interesting but i would have loved to see him kind of kind of more than just a comedic relief because i felt that was a lot of what a storyline was was just all the jokes which i did love they were very funny i love him and karan they're my gosh i love that duo that duo so much so ron is my favorite character just end the story <laughs> yes I he just... is the main character <laughs> i could watch a whole show about them um so yeah i can go is i'm kind of neutral on him to be honest i wish i liked him a lot more than i did but yeah and the next is cersei who i feel the same way about i enjoyed watching her but i wish i had loved her a little bit more i know she was supposed to be like the main character and all but there's just something I just like didn't connect with I don't really know what it was but yeah and the next is Ajax she she died too soon there wasn't much of a connection there we only really saw her in the flashbacks not really we only saw her in the flashbacks which there was too few of them in my opinion <laughs> I hope we get a whole show on just like flashbacks because those are my favorite scenes that would be a really fun show from just like traveling or just I know, like not even just time. serious, just like yeah. really just them as like a family just going through going through the thousands of years. That'll probably never happen, but <laughs> so yeah. And then Icarus is the bottom, which I'm not gonna elaborate. <laughs> Nothing for Icarus. Okay, your turn. Okay. Um, to start, my favorite character is Makari, and I'll just say my list is pretty similar to Skylar's. So my first favorite character is probably Makari. I just think that Lauren played her so well and like just her overall character dynamic and how she interacts with the other characters is so interesting and the fact that she stayed on the Doma, which we have so many theories about that. We're doing another episode about Makari on the Domo. Mm-hmm. And like there's there's so much to her and I just like love the character and I don't even know how to like describe it but she just also her relationship with Druig and I I feel like they just had so much chemistry oh and <laughs> like Makari just felt so real mm-hmm. and it didn't seem like a character you know and I feel like Lauren just put so much into it well something with that is I feel like with this cast especially it felt so human and authentic even though they're not humans, they're robots. But I don't know, because like, 
I've researched a lot of interviews with this cast and the director, Chloe Zhao, we love her. We are Chloe mm-hmm. Zhao stands. Absolutely adore that woman. So something that she had mentioned in an interview was that she worked really closely with the cast um, in that she really helped to develop. And I think Lauren actually was talking about how there really wasn't a set character from Akari when the first things Chloe asked was like, what do you enjoy doing? And Lauren said, I enjoy running and reading, which is the essence of Makari. Well, it's the essence, but a big part of Makari's life is running and reading. So I think that that's really amazing how the cast just really brought their characters to life and that Chloe really allowed them the creative freedom to just make these characters their own. Mm -hmm. And she's so powerful. And like the sonic boom theory that I saw someone, I don't know who it was, so I don't know who to credit, but... (laughs) There was a reason why she was deaf theory is because the sonic booms are obviously loud because they're sonic booms. Mm -hmm. And so it would just eventually make her go deaf anyways. So it was just like, you know. Yeah, that was a really cool (laughs) thing to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So my second favorite character is Druig. I really like Druig and I don't really have recent... (laughs) He's very interesting, a lot of character dynamic with the other group, and how, like, he loves humans, and he has he this, like, weird relationship. So I... He has this, like, really weird relationship with them, where he just wants to keep them safe, and he, he like, thinks they're stupid, which I think is really funny. Yeah. Like, he thinks they're so stupid, because they can't just, like, stop fighting, and he just, he knows that he can stop it, and he knows that he can fix their pain, and, but he can't. Uh, he can't do all of that because he knows that, you know. He can, but he just won't. Yeah, he can, but he's not allowed to. Yeah. And I just feel really bad for him. <laughs> that whole scene. Oh my god, he was crying. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, for some reason, I didn't realize he was crying. And then I watched it again. I was like, oh my god. And then I started crying. So. See, the watching it two times. See? Exactly. I don't know how I didn't notice that. Uh, third favorite character is going to have to be Sprite. I just really related to her. Um, She's uh young and everyone just kind of like because she she isn't young she's seven thousand years old but like she was talked down to and treated like a child even though she was obviously very mature and her relationship with icarus and the peter pan reference that um kingo kingo i forget names really easily (laughs) uh that kingo used i think that she's just so interesting and just overall, her in- entire, like, deciding to switch sides, going with Icarus, her relationship with everyone, it's it's so interesting. And I could literally just talk about her for so long. Which we'll be doing next episode. Mm-hmm. Fourth favorite character is Cena. I just really liked her. She was so cool. And again, the mental health thing, like Skylar mentioned, it's super unique and awesome. Mm-hmm. She's, again, really cool. Yes. And played very well. And her relationship with Gilgamesh is amazing. And that leads me on to the next, which is four? Five. Five. Which is the fifth favorite character. Uh, Gilgamesh, he's super underrated. And his relationships with Dina, like, he was, like, the protector. And he swore to protect her. And he did. And he, like, died protecting her. (laughs) Oh, that scene is so sad. sad. I hate it. And, like, he just just kept fighting. 
and he he stuck with her for so long even though he literally just could have left her on that hill Mm -hmm. and even if it was platonic he cared about her so much and I just love it so much. Yes, we loved it. <laughs> so yeah. Six is Fastos. I like Fastos. He was cool. I like his relationships. And I keep saying relationships so much, but you know. This whole movie is about relationships. Yeah. Which I just think And even is his relationship with humans, he went from like loving them and being like, This is so unique. They're such a unique life form and there's so much to teach them. And then absolutely hating them, realizing that they are self destructing and mm-hmm. evil <laughs> and then finding finding love with a human and having a child yeah it's great story ben and fastos are just such an interesting relationship mm-hmm. and like i don't know there's just i have so many questions like what about ben made fastos fall in love with him and you know change his viewpoint on humanity mm-hmm. and just yeah next is kingo I didn't relate to him that much. Um, He just, he was kind of the comedic relief and there was so much to him. And he actually, like, I have so, so many theories about why he switched sides and just his relationship, or not, not that he did switch sides, that he didn't, like, go with either sides and, like, why. Like, his ideal, ideal version of a eternal and I could, like, I, I, w- I really want to do, like, a two-hour-long episode, so I won't talk about it too much, but, yeah. <laughs> okay, my next favorite is Cersei. I didn't relate to her. She was really powerful, and I just think that she wasn't that relatable to me, personally, so I wish that she was higher on my list. I think that she was funny and cool, and no offense to the actress, but... I just really didn't relate to her at all. So, uh, yeah. And then next is, I really liked Ajax. And I liked the actress of her in movies like Grown Ups. Mm-hmm. She was my favorite character in Grown Ups. But I, she didn't get enough screen time because she was like such an amazing character. And I liked how she chose favorites. And like, I didn't like that she chose favorites, but I thought that was interesting that she kind of chose a golden child in a way, and idolized him, and, like, while she loved everyone, she kind of had higher expectations for him, and- Him being Icarus. Yeah, him being Icarus. I, (laughs) yeah, she didn't get enough screen time, and I really wish that she got more. She did sign a contract for multiple Mm -hmm. movies, so I don't know if that means that Ajax is alive somehow, or- I really don't think she is. I think it's just flashbacks. It could be flashbacks, or maybe uh, Jurek, Makari, and Thena, like, find where they have all their memories, and then just, you know, relive all that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be horrible if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then, last but not least, we have Icarus. I don't like Icarus. I hate Icarus. He's gross. And stupid. That's it. And no offense to the- no offense to any of the actors yeah. if I didn't like their character- because all, the cast was amazing. Again, amazing actors. But yeah, I just didn't really like Icarus. Yeah, same here. I think that kind of wraps everything up. That was kind of our first thoughts and our character rankings. So yeah, we're really excited about this podcast. I hope that you guys are somewhat interested and that we didn't bore you too much. Other episodes might be more laid out better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we have an Instagram, All Things Eternals podcast. 
or on TikTok too. I'll have all that linked somewhere in this episode. So thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you guys soon. Bye.